Today's podcast is brought to you by OurCityCoffee.com, the coffee brand recreated, recreated, we, Timmy and I, created to help deliver great coffee here in Los Angeles and help give back to the kids as well. Every coffee bag sold equals a kid fed right here in Los Angeles. Use the code BS at OurCityCoffee.com and get 15% off right now. Are you going to the Fit Expo, Timmy? Uh, yeah. Wouldn't you like to save 10 bucks? Uh, yeah. Use the code CurrentLA19 at thefitexpo.com and you'll do just that. Again, it's CurrentLA19 at thefitexpo.com. And today's podcast with the one and only Lita Lewis. It, I wonder if she is the one and only. You think there's another Lita no, Lewis? there's got to be another Lita Lewis. But she's our one and only Lita Lewis. We met her the week she moved to Los Angeles about three years ago. Yeah, she came, she was born and raised in Australia, uh, moved to New York on basically a whim. Didn't really tell her parents much about it. It's a really, really interesting story. Went through corporate America. Yep. And uh, one day just called it quits and jumped in the fitness world. We go over topics of social media, Instagram, her boot camps. We talk about how her boot camp started with a couple of friends in, in a New York park. Literally a couple of friends. Literally. And that, was a, that wasn't a bad Australian accent. No, that was like I think British. That was British, yeah. Damn it. But she started with those two or three people boot camps, grew them to like 40, 50 people, started traveling the country doing them, all while building a business through her social media platform and being her authentic self. We also talk about how she decides what brands to work with, uh, the whole R. Kelly controversy that's going on right now. Which she actually received some, a little bit of backlash from her post regarding the R. Kelly documentary. She did, and a whole lot more. We thank you for listening and hope you enjoy. Cameras rolling, ladies Camera and gentlemen. Uh, Lita Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> On another yes. rainy Los Angeles day. Mm. Wait, you've done this all week and there's been nothing but rain, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I know. It's so unlike us. I know. Right? It's just, this is not normal. Yeah. No, we had family come out too from Florida and they were, he's, he, it was work. Most of the part, yeah, part of the part, yeah. Um, and he came out and we're like, sorry, like right away because like, we knew it was going to be crappy weather. And it, 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 it kind of right. sucks, but to be completely honest with you, I don't mind it. I'm one of those people that if it was up to me, I'd be doing rain dances outside yeah. of the front yard because I, I think California needs it. So I'm like, if we get like four days of it this week, then let's just take it because I'm sure we're going to go six months without yeah. it. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I like it too. But I just feel like the rain. Like I slept, I slept until like seven fifteen today. Oh yeah, for sure. Which is late for me. I was, I was trying to clear my schedule. I'm like, call my clients. You sure you want to train? Yeah, right. Because yeah. I don't care if you can. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> One yeah. of the times where you're like, oh, it's okay if you cancel. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's different with the rain. So Lita Lewis. That is me. That is you. When did we meet? Like two and a half years ago, we met. We met. Lita? I think like she, the weekend you moved here. Than that. Like the weekend how you long moved here. Oh, really? Yeah. How oh, long that's long? Right. We were at that uh, that Kevin Hart uh, yes. move with Hart event. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't even think I was living. No, I was living here. It right. was right you just, then. You just yeah. moved I was in. super yeah. fresh. Yeah. Um. Yes, my third year anniversary will be April first. Okay. Yes. Yeah, huh. so this is right. That then. makes sense. Yeah. 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 Two and a half years. You still liking the move from New York? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it definitely took me some time to love it. I think I might have mentioned that before. But now, especially having had planned a trip to D.C., I was kind of dreading that. <laughs> East, you know, this time of the year, who mm-hmm. wants to be in that? I'm, yeah. I'm just not a winter person. So yep. California, definitely the quality of my life has increased. I feel I'm just genuinely happier 
all year round versus mm-hmm. like seasonal <laughs> depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so the move has been like A plus. This took me maybe like nine months to realize it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think I remember when we first we we were filming something. Was it that USA Today thing? What were we filming? I don't know what we're doing. I, I think, I think it right. was. It sounds right. And you were like, hey, there's boxes everywhere. Can we not show these on camera? Like, I'm just moving in, moving in. That is insane. Your yes. first apartment. Yeah. Yes. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's right. That's so funny. Yeah. I miss that place. I think, yeah. We I was living on my you, own. We he, I was you living with the guy at that yeah, point. Right. Right. This is mine. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was... Did you help me move something? I think something? we did. We She had something, something like in the car. Yeah, yeah. We helped you. Was it an empty apartment? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't have sets. Th- like, I don't even think you had a couch or anything. Yeah, in there. No, probably not. No boxes couch. and a couple of chairs yep. in the living room. Yeah, so funny. I, I remember yeah. I was sitting because I was doing the sound part, and I was, I think I was sitting on books or something. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, okay, that'd be, that yeah. sounds about right. I mean, I came from New York with like yeah. barely nothing. Yeah, so, right. You know, that's funny. It's, it's funny to think that was like three years ago. Uh-huh. You know, and now uh-huh. I was like, I feel like a lot has happened then. I right. swear, a guy makes my life feel like. It, it, like I've I've really known him for three years because I, I met him and then moved straight over huh. to LA and then he just followed right yeah. so, and then to think now like we're like full blown in life together I'm like how did that happen <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to shake you off in New York <laughs> shit <laughs> but yeah just insane to think back like that alright things yeah. happen fast so quick yeah, yeah. so even so I mean, we know your story a little bit but you so you were in Australia mm-hmm. and then you came to New York had a job you didn't like and then started getting into fitness yeah but so kind of reiterate that story yeah i think no it's fascinating especially that transition from australia to new york and how your parents have no idea or whatever oh yeah you remember that oh yeah yeah i I swear every time my mama hears that she always gives me that look like (laughs) (laughs) it's like i I could be old and gray Uh, and if she's still living she'd still be like yeah um yeah i mean just young um went went through life and college and then saved up some money and just decided to want to I wanted to move to New York to be centrally located in the world so I could travel in my mm. 20s. That's That was my mantra. Um, and I feel like I'm one of the blessed people. I definitely lived out that dream. Um, working New York City uh, as a young professional. Mm. Um, you know, climbed the ladder, so to speak. Got completely burnt out. Had a relationship that completely crashed down and, and smashed into a million pieces. Uh, turned to fitness. Uh, in that period, sharing my were you, journey. Were you not into fitness at all before that? No, I can't. I can't say that I wasn't. I was always an athletic person. Like okay. growing up, sports. I mean, diehard sports family. Yeah, through and through. You know, um, rugby, soccer. I played track and field. Um, or ran track and field rather. I was gonna say, what'd you do yeah. in track? <laughs> play it. I know exactly. What'd you do in track? Uh, one hundred, two hundred, four by one, four oh, by two. Speed. Yeah, a bit of speed. And then um, played football. In Australia, we have like women have the touch football huh, leagues. Okay. Which I always say, people say, oh, it's touch. Oh, so it's not tackle. <laughs> I'm like, sure, it's touch, but you have to see it and understand the game to realize it's pretty ba- badass. Yeah, sure. It's just nothing but constant movement. Uh-huh. Um, and that was so much fun. Um, so I've, I've always been an athlete, I like to say that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, moving to New York and ad- adapting uh, a whole other lifestyle didn't mean that I was constantly working out or, sure. you know, you know, getting to the gym a couple times a week was to me like, yay. And then that was elliptical work. I became one of those cardio queens <laughs> and I dread saying that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, um, you know, I turned to fitness in a time of just trying to figure out life and trying to figure out 
how I can define what um, leading a successful life looks like because it wasn't earning a great salary and living in the greatest city. Mm -hmm. To me, it was it was it was more inner, and I had to dive in deep to figure that out. You know, uh, fitness helped me do that. It's kind of getting first my my body, you know, right or healthier. And then that transformed or it encouraged me to then figure out the mental, the spiritual, emotional health mm -hmm. um, that became staple parts of what I shared on social media at the time. So, um, yeah, life went from full-blown New York City living uh, to, you know, adapting a hobby that turned into literally a tool for me to kind of like self-help myself back in to a better state of mind and out of depression. And then just the power of social media and sharing that journey uh, changed everything for me, you know? Yeah, what were you sharing like when you first started? You probably just had an Instagram like everybody else, like, hey, you know, whatever yeah, random oh, no. stuff. I, and then Absolutely. I did, mean, I'm pretty sure I was one of those latte people, you know, with the, <laughs> with the artwork and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I really, I, and I might have mentioned this, I'm kind of a private person. Like, I'm not... I'm, mm. I'm not truly a narcissistic kind of person. <laughs> I swear I'm not. But, um, you know, someone said, oh, check out Instagram, download this app. And I, I had no, I think I had to download it and didn't use it for months. Mm -hmm. um, and just in a, in a time, it just was timing. It really was timing. I found myself, I worked crazy hours. So the only balance that I could find um, was just outside of uh, finishing work. And, and, and that would be a crazy hour, sometimes 8.30, 9.30. And I would literally hold myself to the gym before heading back to Brooklyn to go home. Um, and then, you know, my whole life was outside of work was kind of gym related. Mm -mm. And because I had an athletic background, I knew that if I'm going to move my body this way and this frequently, I have to fuel it right to be able to do the same thing tomorrow or do it better, right? Sure. So I was eating better, moving my body, transforming my body, Um and then sharing that on social media. So a lot of my posts were really different types of workouts I was doing or talking about like, you know, lack of a better word, my wad for the day. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I found in moving my body, it helped me um, become more awake to what was happening internally. So kind of like my, my mental health and my spiritual health were then um, surfaced. And then I had to deal with that because I, I tell, I tell you, especially young people all the time, I don't define health by what I see in the mirror. Like if I'm not mentally strong or emotionally stable and all these other things that I think really are factors into um, defining what true health is, then I'm not healthy. Sure. I may look amazing, but like, what does that mean if you're still going home crying yourself to bed and I, yeah, you know, right. yeah. so, um, you know, having worked on this body and was it was transforming and rather quickly, um, I realized just that I was still going home and I was still like super sad and super unmotivated and faking a smile. Uh -huh. And then I said, oh, I'm like fucked up here, man. Like what's going on? So I started reading a lot. I started, uh -huh. I became that person that was creating multiple vision boards, um, you know, positive affirmations on post-its, were all around my apartment, like literally, very cliche, but yeah. in the bathroom mirror, on the front door, in the kitchen, on the fridge. Um, and all these little things started changing, literally changing my life. Um, so these are the things I was sharing on social media. And it kind of seemed maybe a little weird at the time, um, but there definitely was a community, especially of women saying, oh my gosh, me too. Oh, that's that's fantastic. I gotta do, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do it this weekend. Yeah. Um, and it really started to 
change a sort of my perspective on what it was to be um, influential, you know, and sure. being more responsible for what I was sharing. How long Especially, ago was this? Mm, I want to say it really started to become very aware to me back in like 2013. Okay. So about five, six years. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I actually quit my job in 2013. So it was like, I was at that point where I was still working insane hours, still doing this fitness thing, whatever it was Ugh. on the side. But um, I knew, I just, I knew in my heart, like there was more to this and in this job here, although it, it, it allowed me to travel when I wanted, save a bit of money, buy whatever Make I wanted. Dough, yeah. It meant nothing. It, it To me, it was just like, it was just that money that I could just put into a bank, you know, a savings mm -hmm. account. Um, but I, I, I realized that I was redefining what it was to be successful or to be happy. Um, and you know, not that I ever try to throw shade on my parents, but they're very traditional. The idea of going to school, getting good grades, uh, going to college, getting a great job, 401k, retirement plan, you know, <laughs> like all these things are supposed to be, that's supposed to make you happy. That's, yeah. that's the dream. And I kind of was like, it is okay. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. And I've, I've always, always... Um, you know, one of the somebody's asked me, what is the worst thing that you could do in life? Like, it was such a broad question. And I was like, what? I don't want to kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, what I that's went through. Like, like, yeah, yeah. But I was like, you know what? Truthfully, one of the worst things that I could do is disappoint my parents. Huh. So I've always, I realize now I had to disconnect from that and, and <laughs> stop trying to live a life that was trying to make them happy at the consequence of me not being happy. Mm. So um, this job was, it was a great job. I, I enjoyed my job. It just took so much of my time. Yeah. Um, so I, ref I totally forgot what we were trying to circle back to. But it was a crazy <laughs> job. Um, and I was working crazy hours. And so really fitness was just my balance and trying yeah. to find or redefine who I was and, and what made me truly happy. And, it, and I realized in that point, it didn't mean like, a couple bucks you yeah. know it didn't mean yeah. dollars yeah i remember you you would say that your boss you were like i quit one once or twice and your boss said, i'll times. give you more money i'll give you more money basically yeah and you stayed <laughs> what when was the point where you decided i'm gonna leave and was it because you thought you could actually make a business out of your instagram or fitness or you just were done yeah no i i really there was something i'd be lying if i said i had no idea how it was gonna happen how it was gonna happen i love that r the idea Idea. I don't know, <laughs> but um, I I just knew there was gonna be a way. I had no plan, but I just knew it was it was possible. Um, but it it all clicked truly when you know just when you it's like you've just hit that point and it's, and you feel nothing. It's numb. Like mm. nothing's gonna change your mind. Nothing. And I I, I remember just having that moment in my office. I remember it that mm. day when. People calling my name, my boss calling my phone, cell phones buzzing, and me just like at my, I was just staring at the ceiling, fighting back tears, going, oh, how, and having some type of anxiety attack, like how the fuck do I get out of this office? Uh -huh. And I just knew, I said, I've got to go. I don't, I don't care about anything. I've got to go. Um, so, I mean, that's the day I quit. Yeah. And then, you know, I guess the face, I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I remember when like my boss had saw, he saw it, and he was like, and I said, you know. I've, I'm, I'm done. I've got to go. And he just said, instead of fighting me, he's just like, I know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of like, he knew I was just, tr yeah. I think that he knew that I was sort of transforming into something. There was mm. something else outside of this job. 
And in hindsight, I like to think that he was always sort of supportive of that and he knew he was going to get there, you know, because yeah. he insane person, but, you know, <laughs> phenomenal businessman. Yeah, sure. So learn, learn a lot, you know? Yeah. yeah. So you, when do you start realizing? Because you, so you quit, you probably have a couple of bucks in the bank, but yeah. you, you don't have any other source of income at that point, do None. you? None. Zero. So, <laughs> so you're rolling the Living dice. in Brooklyn. Yeah. Living, yeah, living in Brooklyn. Um, Dolo. So dolo. Uh-huh. Um, and that was also pretty new because I had sort of split up from a boyfriend that yeah. I'd been with, who I'd been best friends with ever since I got to New York uh-huh. and who I'd been with for almost three years. So how I defined just just my life or my even my personal life was very much with him in it, his friends and his family. It was a lot. Um, so at that transition was... A very scary time, but I honestly don't remember feeling fear at the time. I don't know how to explain it. Like now, in hindsight, if it was like a sister or one of my best friends in that same predicament, I'd be like, "Damn, I got you." Whatever. (laughs) But in that time, I remember just thinking, so elated, so light, Uh so like I have no freaking idea what's gonna happen, but it's gonna work out. It's okay. And maybe I have the luxury of saying that because I did have a little bit, bit of a cushion of savings because mm. a lot of people say, well, how do you do it? Because, you know, I'm a single parent of two and and um, I hate my job, but I want to quit. And, I'll, and I'm, I'm really quick to be like, wait, hang on. Doesn't mean you need to quit your job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Doesn't, you know, just because you like to lift a little weight doesn't mean. Uh. So I'm really honest about my transition and I have to be because I don't want to ever paint this picture that like you hate your job too. Awesome. Quit be a trainer get a certification online <laughs> like there's a lot of things that come into play when you're making that transition and although i didn't have a plan in doing so i kind of let i kind of was really open to receiving opportunities but without sounding too corny or cliche like i definitely was manifesting that shit in my life sure you know because the vision boards were up there and some of those goals that were written on that vision board would be like as I'm writing it this is fucking ridiculous I would never do it you know like oh, yeah. this is crazy but I'm yeah. I'm putting it out there I'm gonna yeah. follow Oprah, Oprah's like instructions and it's gonna be <laughs> insane um so I I really do feel like it, there is something to be said about positive thinking really sure. manifesting the kind of future that you want a life that you want because I lived it and I did it without a plan um I had about if I remember correctly, about six to nine months of like living, like rents, utilities, everything yeah. kind of like saved up. So I had that in mind, but I was really dumb and stupid. So after quitting my job, <laughs> I decided I'm going to travel. Spent a whole bunch of money. Went home to Australia for a month, came back, and I was like, I remember it was like um, end of January. And then I was like, I sat in my apartment, no job. I was like, okay. And it's cold in New York, remember? So it's oh, not like yeah. mm-hmm. probably negative ten degrees at that point. Dude, yeah. it was in, yeah. so like this idea of fitness is like oh, like everybody's you know as we are on yeah. a rainy day in LA. Yeah. yeah. So then it took um, about three months of planning of like okay, what's my next move? Huh. And then that's how the boot camp started. Spring hit. And that was in New just York City. Like a couple of friends at the at the time, right? Like my, friends, couple family. of my best friends. Like I think it was like three of us. <laughs> Myself included. Yeah. Um, and then in that, you know, this, you know, somebody walking their dog going, what is 
this? Can I draw? Uh-huh. Are you going to be here next did, week? Did you do like the signage around it or like Dude, contact or? Like I, you know, it would have been perfect to have be one of those people that have like your Instagram in the back yeah, of a yeah, t-shirt, yeah. like trainer. I, yeah. I didn't do any. It was very authentic and very, sure. you know, it was, it, was, it was just so much fun. I enjoyed it. And then my friends told their friends, their friends told their coworkers and what used to be like literally two, three people, um, by the end of summer, I want to say like, yo, like it's like 40, 50 people Jeez. would come out Jeez. and then authorities are like, dude, you can't keep on doing this. <laughs> Mind you, it was a space where trainers were notoriously used for boot camps. Yeah. But you know, people would have like you know, eight to 10, 12 people come out. They said a little ladder drill. I would get a bunch of people cause I'm also utilizing social media now. Um, and I, I want to say in that, that time I had maybe 50, 60,000, which was kind of a big okay, deal. Cause yeah. people were like, Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it was insane. So authorities were on my ass and talking about, you need a permit, you need a permit. And I would yeah. play dumb every, you know, like, the Australian car. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I had no idea. You know, like, <laughs> so um, it, it was crazy. But because of that and sharing that on social media, yeah. I, and I might have mentioned this to you guys before, but then, you know, Dallas was like, come here, Houston, Atlanta, Philly. Uh-huh. They're like, I want to train with you. I want to train. Come, come, come. And I was like, I can make that happen. Yeah. Fly yeah, out there. Yeah. So it was, uh, it, it's just crazy. Now I think about it, I didn't have a plan for it, but it happened authentically. And I love that. That's kind of like my grassroots story. Cause I believe it's something that can be applied. If I was to start from scratch today, I would use that same formula. Yeah. yeah. And, um, at the time when I first started the, the bootcamp was free. It was like, give it away for free. Like, you know, sure. if you love like to do it, first, it yeah. give it away for free. And then you build a community. Um, you, you share a genuine and authentic word with people, um, share your philosophies. Um, there was a sisterhood, uh, this idea of like true love. Cause like some, some women would bring their husbands, their partners, cool. and then they would support this idea of like a movement. Um, and then, you know, he was like, okay, I got to pay my rent. So now it's going to be <laughs> 10 bucks. And they're yeah. like, Oh my God, of course. And they're more than happy. Um, and there's the same community that was like, Oh my gosh, can you put that on a t-shirt? you know, little sayings I would mm-hmm. throw out all the time yeah. that were in support of like different types of bodies and then speaking of them very positively, uh, positively um, um, that came with the apparel. And then everything just started to kind of roll into a business and nothing was ever intentional plan. Yeah, yeah. The man was there you and then I answered. Yeah. yeah, versus um, creating something and then hoping that people come, you know. Sure. So, I, Did I you, know. When you were picking the cities and people were like, oh, come to Dallas, yeah. were you like, if you get 10 of your friends together, I'll come or how did that whole process go? That would have been smart, right? <laughs> that would have been really Only smart. one person was like, all right. And then you flew out and did a personal. Yeah, I totally rolled the dice on everything. It was, I got enough, um, you know, I, I guess comments that if there's people like Texas, like tech, you know, yeah. as an example, cause I think that one of the very first cities that I hit was, I, I want to say, um, either Philly or DC somewhere on the East coast. Uh, and then you're kind of like, I can catch a train out there. You know, yeah. that's not cost me much. Um, so that's, I mean, that Airbnb, like Airbnb. Sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so that's, that's how it started. It should have been more planned out. That would have been smarter. Yeah. Uh, but I, I definitely rolled the dice, meaning, you know, obviously after paying for a flight or even your, my travel expenses, you want to at least break even, right. you know, sure. you're um, losing money. Yeah. yeah. But I was, I, I'll admit, I was really lucky. I would, uh, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, you know, 
actually, it's funny we mentioned Dallas because Dallas would show up in numbers. Sometimes I do two camps back to back and do, do like like 40, 50, 60 people a piece. You know, that's great. Um, so at, at the beginning, it was it was awesome, and and quite frankly, now in this this time in my business, anyways, it was it'd be something that I would do for free because I love it, I enjoy it, and I realize now the the seeds I planted in different cities helped build a community. Sure. And I'd like to think that um, those that met me in different cities, although I was a perfect stranger and they were perfect strangers to me, there was something about my messaging, not about the workout. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's never about the workout. Yeah. There's like a gazillion people like me doing workout. Sure. And we're not reinventing the wheel, right? We are, there's a lot of it's just very similar stuff. But um, it's the key messaging and, and, and me really sharing a message of like real sisterhood and love um, and, and sh- basically sharing another another message on what it is to be a thicker woman in this in this world, in this era, and being proud of it. And um, that's what brought people together. And so how I would you, never take it back. Yeah, how do you do that, though? How do you do get other people to buy into that message and not just you being like, hey, it's okay to be you? Yeah. But like, how do you at the camps or anytime you do any event, how do you kind of interact and and let them find themselves, I guess? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't have to... Um, I don't need to sell anything to them, really. Yeah. I, I don't need for them to buy into anything that I'm saying because what I'm saying is really a real reflection of how they're already feeling. They just needed somebody to say sure, it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, I've always, ever since I ran track, my body was always different than the other little Australian girls <laughs> with blonde hair and blue eyes, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's no shade to anyone. That's, I was just built differently because sure. I come from a different genetic pool. Uh, but because I was so different, um, not just the color of my skin, but my actual build. Um, I was always ashamed and, and shy hmm. and insecure about that. Um, and I had a mother who was kind of like tough love. Like, you look amazing. Get over it. Like, are you, are you kidding me? Everybody <laughs> yeah. wants to. I'm like, who's everyone? No one wants to look like, you know what I mean? Especially when you're 13, 14. You yeah, mom, yeah, my mom was kind of, you know, she's a, and she's a strong, thick Polynesian woman. And so very island mentality. <laughs> yeah. So we're kind of like, oh, okay, mom, beautiful. <laughs> but now in hindsight, I, I'm so grateful for, for her telling me that she thinks that I'm you know, the most beautiful girl she's ever seen. And like, look what you can do. Does yeah. anybody run the 100 like you? Can anybody lift that? And, I, and then I'm like, oh, who really cares about that type of thing? Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, now yeah. I realize I was badass. I wish I kind of owned it when I was that young. Yeah. So now as a grown woman, having gone through my own personal transformation about really redefining self-love um, and finding, uh, pulling myself out of depression that was really bad, like I now give myself credit for that. Um, and then sharing those types of messages, you realize by owning your truth and sharing your truth, you'll notice that woman like, oh, me too. Oh my God, that's me. I yeah. was that. You know, my daughter, she hates her thighs. I'm like, I got to tell her. And so it just became this thing. Like you already know what I'm saying. I'm just a real, I'm really just a reflection of what you already know. Sure. You're only ever attracted to me and my messaging because I am you. And that's <laughs> yeah. what I tell them. I'm not trying to sell them anything at all. I, I like to think of myself as just, just someone that found the bravery to say, I freaking love my thighs. My yeah. thighs can lift three fifteen off the ground. I can squat, Damn. you know, but whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I started yeah. owning it and then people started finding that it was super sexy to be strong. Yeah. And then I think it's just timing. I was, I was probably, you know, the beginning, one of those first, especially women of color, sharing that type of message. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just built this amazing community that was like, oh gosh, I see you girl. That's awesome. Me too. Mm-hmm. 
CrossFit uh, also had took a I think it was a a oh, factor sure. because at the time <clears throat> people now watching the CrossFit games they're yeah. seeing women they're like holy yeah. that's yeah. insane yeah. and then there was like social media influencers are like yeah thick thick is awesome and yeah. then all of a sudden people are like I don't care about being super skinny how do I build legs like yours. Uh-huh. So there was like that type of imagery in mass media finally that was kind of like share, you know, sharing something different. Yeah. yeah, it's totally different now than it was five, ten years ago. Oh, like how how people want to look, how they Absolutely. feel, what you're seeing. It's totally different. Even when I started sort of touring with my camp, different cities that still come out, and I was still the person that was saying hmm. thick is good, you know. But um, I still get like, girl, I'm just trying to lose some weight. I want my Vaseline out. I want to, and then now that I don't ever hear that actually really no right i, I don't re- not last it, year now it's kind of like everybody's like i'm this is my my um i'm 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 repping this so i'm doing you know it's just to me it's very empowering because <laughs> it's got nothing to do with like being super skinny i think what it has what has kind of um substituted it is is women now wanting you know the big behinds mm-hmm. And things of that nature that she's you doing know. the hand gesture. You, yeah, yeah, no, like I'm sorry, I don't. You could say, you could say behind. You yeah, could right. say butt ass. Yeah, yeah, but um, if anything, that's probably the the messaging or the verbiage that is used now yeah. versus like I'm trying to be super skinny, but such vast differences when I first started to where I am mm. now. Yeah. I don't think anyone dare come up to me and say, "Yeah, girl, I'm trying to have skinny legs." <laughs> Right, right. Who the fuck you're talking? <laughs> right, to? <laughs> you're wearing a thick, thick thigh save life shirt. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Who put you up to this? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So when you so you start doing all this stuff, and now at this point, like you've worked with a bunch of brands, and you've done your camps, and you've uh, people have flown you to events, and you've done retreats and stuff like that. How do you continue to keep that messaging branding across all that stuff, but but be authentic to you too? Oh, a question being, how do I do it? Yeah, like, how, like, cause, cause, you know, I don't know, Brand X comes to you and says, hey, I want you to do this, mm. but, but try to keep it authentic and in your lane. Or do you, are you pretty, I mean, I guess, are you pretty uh, selective with obviously who you work with, but even mm. messaging when a brand comes and says, I want you to do something for me? Are you like, all right, well, here's how I want to say it. Yeah. If you, if you don't like it, I'm out or what? For sure. I think what's really, and maybe I've just been really lucky to work with um, different brands on different campaigns. But for the majority, they'll say, like, we're approaching you because we love your key messaging. Sure. Here's the camp- campaign. Here's the product. Would you use it? I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'd use it every day. Perfect. Yeah. It, you know, it's always going to be authentic. Sure. Um, And then saying, we'd love for you to put this in your own words, which actually goes through an approval process. But I'm, I've never been given a dot. Di- if someone wanted to work with me and said, can you post this paragraph to your account and then post never. it? That would be great. I, 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 uh, no, thank you. I mean, if I, I mean, give you a million dollars, you might yeah, consider I, it. I might be considerate <laughs> yeah. if I can change a word or two. Yeah. But no, um, you know, I, I'm really lucky that's not happened to me. Sure. Um, and then. And I don't think smart brands would do that either. Yeah. I mean, that's just not good. I mean, if you take, yeah. If you take a look at your page, but, they understand yeah. who you are. Yeah. But you definitely see that sometimes. And you, and we'll see it with sure. like athletes and stuff. And it's like, I love, I don't know what I want. I love my iPhone. Check it out. Use use code Lita for you know yeah. a new iPhone or whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. and you see it, and you know that person didn't write it, and you know that person didn't even spend five minutes to say, okay, let me change this around mm-hmm. so it sounds like how I speak. And you're like, you're not going to sell shit from that. Absolutely. Like I even know you don't know how to spell that word. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, no, right. for sure. I, I, 
I actually personally don't spend a lot of time kind of like judging what other people post. Like I have to. I do. Th- there was a no, and I used to <laughs> from right a, from a branding perspective. I like, to, I like to see who's doing well. I like that. Sure, I don't like sure. that. That kind of stuff. Admittedly, I used to, and I used to infuriate me actually. Like that, um, someone that has spent time getting a certification, that has tried to spend time trying to being around some of the best coaches and trainers, um, you know, that are training our favorite favorite athletes, or you know, just all the work that you've put into building what you've what is your business or what is your talent? And then, um, you know, a bunch of like, I don't know if I should put an age thing on it, but like, you know, young 20 somethings <laughs> come in and they, they have a few abs and a nice little round butt and, uh-huh. uh, and, and then they're selling fitness. And it's, it's like, yeah. to me, I used to be like, that's not fitness, that's sex. But like it, my 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 problem with that is just the lie. Just just say it's sex. Don't call it fitness because <laughs> yeah. you're wearing a sports bra. Yeah, you're bent over. There's <laughs> there's fake sweat dripping between your butt cheeks. Sure. And then like just say it. This is so annoying because then there's people like myself and and a whole bunch of other women I know that have I really take their craft seriously. Like oh that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're sort of competing with. Mm-hmm. But then I realized I I I kind of uh, retired from that level of care. Like sure. I don't want to spend my energy going. Oh my gosh, that's porn. Oh my god, I don't. I, didn't, I don't even care to judge that anymore. The only thing I realize that I have control over is just being my authentic self. And yeah. if there's some people that want to work with me because I'm being myself, like I win. Yeah. Not like then selling something else disguised as fitness, um, and then being fed, um, you know, captions and dialogues and hashtags and 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 money just just to promote something yeah i tell and i tell a lot of young women this that i that i mentor is that i plan on being in this space for as long as i can like i really would like to grow old in speaking to an audience whatever that may be if they grow with me or whatnot um and speak a true world uh, a word sorry of uh, health and fitness for us as women um i don't want to diminish my reputation by ever partnering with like a waist brand, a waistband waist trimmer yeah, yeah, yeah. um not that i'm like against them i just that's not part of my key yeah. messaging yeah. and that means something to me i don't really care how much you're willing to pay it just goes against everything that i try yeah. to promote um so you know I, I i i'm definitely one of those people that are very selective um i've never actually and i'm so proud that i can say this ever partnered with anyone that I've not used and enjoy using their product or service. Mm-hmm. That's just my key staple, my benchmark. And then yeah. I don't think I'll ever be rocked from that. It, it only takes one post to that, that if you can sniff out on unauthenticity yeah. very easily one post and it's like, oh, I'm not following this person yeah. anymore. Like that's, you don't, you don't use that. Yeah. yeah. So are you a little forgiving though? Cause um, I've known friends a, that, point, that yeah. have like, like she, I, she, Bills a bills a no I, cool because cool. like at the end of the yeah. day I've now also that's another reason why I don't like to judge too much because I do realize like oh this is a full business yeah. like yeah. big brands are no longer spending a million dollars promoting on television creating commercials like they're using social media influencers now as the influencer it should be your responsibility to protect you know your key messaging because yeah. it's your audience um, but then there's I know I know some people that is like I. I don't use, but like, I mean, it can be helpful after a workout, you know? Like, I, I agree. And so I'm, I'm like, you know what? Do you? I know. Yeah. Rent's due. I feel you. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you for that. You know, or kids need to be fed. I get that. I'm a stepmom of four kids now. They're expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I still like to me, for me personally, 
I, I don't know. And maybe a brand out there might want to test me with a large check. But like, I just don't, I just don't know if it's worth it. Because yeah. I still want to be this way like 10, 20 years from now. I just, yeah. I don't know if yeah. it's going to be worth it, you know? Well, and, and I don't think... Like for me, I don't, if you post one thing and I know you don't use, <laughs> I don't know, like yeah. aperture camera equipment or whatever, yeah. like maybe you do, but it's not just one thing. It's usually like a, a group of messages or ads in a yeah. row and it's like, I, I don't, I'm yeah. not here to be sold on stuff. Kind of deal. I kind of like, but seeing that though, I, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, you I, son thought, of a I thought you were done. I jumped <laughs> in I was gonna have you a great kept going and now it's weird. Uh, I kind of like seeing that because I like to see who the brands like think is their audience and who like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, even if like, too, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I enjoy that part because I want to see like what the brand is thinking. For sure. Too, There's, I've not actually seen authentic. that too and then thought, damn, I wonder why I didn't get a, yeah. Huh. Email. Yeah, yeah, only because yeah. like I love that product and I could totally, that's yeah. key messaging. Yeah. Um, I think it was something, oh, maybe it was a few years ago now, but I remember seeing that would have been a super awesome campaign because I love the, I think it was Dove. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're um oh, they, when they, they were, doing were like the one the, of the yeah. you know, like love your body. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's insane. And I saw uh, you know, an array of different types of influences. Some were actually fitness. And I was huh. like, that would have been cool to be mm-hmm. a part of. And I'm like, I need to Do you ever reach out to like I, you when you see like a brand working with someone you think that Dude I <laughs> I suck at that type of thing. <laughs> Why? No, I really do. Yeah. Honestly, I've I've had my fair share of working with some really great reputable brands. Um and I can tell you honestly that one hundred percent of them have because they has been because they've hit my my inbox. Mm, huh. And um and I, I realize as I say that that I'm truly blessed because I know there's a bunch of um, other people in my position. I was like, how do I work with? How did you get that? How? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, you know, knock on wood that never stops. Um, but as far as being proactive, I think I've actually entered 2019 um, with more intention huh. regarding that because instead of being pissed and be like, oh, I would have loved to be in a part of that campaign, they totally align with my messaging. That sucks. I need to be like, I should have tried. And then if I didn't get it, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, that's, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so to be more intentional in um, business practice is one of my personal goals. I just, it's not my strong suit. Because yeah. I'm I'm definitely the idiot. It's like, I don't care about money. I just want to <laughs> And then at the end of the day, it's like, reality is no, we should all care about money. Because yeah. money actually is right. one of those tools that helps us, you know, share a larger and broader message. Yeah. And we're also in Los Angeles. It's yeah, expensive. Yeah. expensive and he got, got yeah. a mortgage yeah. now, you know? <laughs> so yeah. so I'm not one of those people. Like, I don't care about money. Yeah. I care about money. I just want to earn the money that I want to earn doing what I want to do. It's, and not feel simple. dirty doing yeah. it. Exactly. Like give some, some brand you don't feel. For you know? sure. Yeah. 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 Do you, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. That's right. That's what bro's going to just jump in. Here I am. You know the thought. I had a question there. I don't, I don't remember what I was going to say, but as far as like, you've changed messaging a little bit lately where you've talked more like political or stuff going on, not necessarily political, but like stuff oh, going sure. on in the world. Yeah. And I remember you talking the one day you got some backlash on that. Dude, oh my gosh. Yes. So I don't remember exactly what it was, but what, what was it? And then. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I've, I have we, tried we to that. avoid, <laughs> to avoid being very political, but there's certain things that are happening, especially in this like time this era the environment of especially this nation uh where i I definitely you know get a little heated and have an opinion um 
I've always said there's times for social media and there's times that, you know, vent to my boyfriend and friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, however, what you're referring to, Pat, is um, the uh, Surviving R. Kelly series by Lifetime was oh, shown. Yeah, Are you guys familiar with this? Yeah, I haven't seen it. But I haven't oh, seen, haven't seen it, but of course, like, I hear everyone yeah, talking yeah, about yes. it. As, as it, a father sure. of a daughter, yeah. I'm telling you, and I'm warning you right now, um, that it is horrifying to really? watch. Yeah. To where I'm, I have not birthed a human being, but like I watched it in complete disgust, and like even talking about it gives me goosebumps. I'm just like, uh, how yeah. do we live in this world where that type of predator can walk, and 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 just exist without being behind bars? I was actually, I don't know, I don't even know why. I don't know why I was that affected by it, but I was right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was that affected by it that I'm not going to post about it because if I post about it, I'm going to, I'll probably go in somehow, you know, and, and my posts aren't planned. Like I'm not one of those people that like, I'm going to write this post and it's going to be posted on Wednesday at 12. No, uh-huh. to me, it's just like pick up the phone, post something. So I'm like, I'm not going to post about this cause I'm too emotional. Told guy that too. And he was like, calm down, babe, calm down. He fell asleep watching it and I stayed up till 7 30 AM when, because going through the whole series. Yes. Because oh, how many, yeah. how many? Uh, episodes so there's six episodes i think it was like they shared two on a thursday night two on a friday uh, night and then the last two on a set and then to whatever week that what was the last week week before yeah. just constantly had plans so i kept missing it so um it was uh when our guest left on saturday 2 a.m then i watched it and i sunday morning he's like what the frick is going on with you and i'm like go back to sleep um <laughs> so i was emotional in the morning, I, you know, during breakfast, I said, babe, I watched the whole thing. I'm deeply disturbed by it. He's like, you want to talk about it? I'm like, I don't know. I'm actually really mad. Well, why? So I was like, leave it alone. <clears throat> then I was on social media, came across the post. And uh, one of the things I was most infuri- infuriated by was uh, the community around a predator that enables uh, an, a, pre- a predator sure. to uh-huh. target young women. Um, and I was just angry at parents. I was angry at the best friend. I was angry at the bodyguards. I was, I was, I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, and I'm really big on accountability. I'm that friend. To be like, you said you want to do this and you didn't do that. It's your fucking fault, man. For sure. Um, if my sisters, I love them to death, but I'm really quick to call out. And I expect people that love me to do the same. So like accountability as far as this situation, terrible. Sorry, I don't mean to take this, uh, go on and on. No, 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 but no, basically... I told myself I was going to avoid social media, found a post that was really about not just the predator. We all know he's a sick person, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but like, what about the parents? What about this? What about the, the, the local police? What about what, 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 So I posted it and I wrote something just literally posted and it actually got a lot of engagement. So a lot of people felt the same way I did. Oh my God. I thought that too. Cool. It might've been, I don't even know, maybe a couple hours. I don't know. Check DMs very often often but because of the conversation i checked and then there's a few people and i got a few emails that basically said i follow you because you're a fitness person i don't care about how you feel about basically stay in your effing lane Uh and it was very aggressive a lot of them a lot of the messages were aggressive now when i say a lot there's probably there was probably like um seven altogether but seven to get me i'm already like emotional i'm like this Uh is your opinion oh i'm just fitness and i should just this is this yeah i was so angry so i basically <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to basically hit everybody back and be like fuck you and that is not even my mo you know yeah. what i mean it's yeah. like well i 
understand your opinion and but you know no i was like fuck you man and then i was like you know what if there's more i'm not gonna have the capacity to want to read any of them uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so i was like i'm just, I'm just gonna put it up there yeah so i was basically just said fuck you yeah. unfollow i don't care unfollow me talking yeah. about you just do fitness because you'll lose followers and likes and i'm like oh you made the mistake of thinking that i care <laughs> or my success is defined on how many people follow me and how many people like uh-huh. my shit on social media yeah yeah i'm a real person with real feelings and if i want to use my platform to share whatever the fuck i want to share i'm gonna do that sure. i'm sorry can i cuss on this? Of course. Of course. I just like Fucking after like man. my we're, eighth we're, fuck, yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, we're we no, were, you, I, you can't say ass. You say behind, and then yeah. you have to make the motion. Yeah, but yeah. the fuck comes out <laughs> really easily. I realize yeah. I chose yeah. when to be, you know. But yeah, it's funny. Side note: Gary V explained that best. You guys follow Gary V? Yeah. Did you see that post about like when somebody asked him, like, you know, you're a smart, intelligent man. Oh yeah. Why yeah. Why do you always have to cuss? And his response was perfect. I literally, it's change the way i even communicate because i've always been like oh people think i'm one of these uh which i am but it doesn't necessarily negate the fact that sometimes i express myself using cuss words yeah, when sure. i feel that it's necessary yeah um so yeah now i kind of like you know i should i should and even guys said you should just express yourself the way you express yourself uh, at home with me and i'm like sure. yeah all right cool very very true just be authentic to you exactly but um our mom doesn't like when we show well, oh, that might my, be I mom, I'm not sure about her cussing on there. Too <laughs> yes, I, oh, mom, if you're listening, no, please, mom, mom doesn't care about person. other people. She cares if we cuss. Yeah, oh, she more cares about is? us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Patrick, my... you're swearing too much on it. <laughs> yeah, too yeah. many fucks. Yeah. I love it. Does yeah. she, does yeah. she sound pretty sweet? Yes, yeah. yes. That yeah. is the sweetest. I love it. Yeah. My mom is the same way. She just she she'll say something like, "Do you, do you need to use that type of language? <laughs> you were not raised that yeah, way until Louis." Um, and I'm like, "Mom, it's okay." Yeah. So yeah, no. But I, I apologize in advance, or do I not no, need to apologize? No, 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 no. You're okay. all good. No, no, no. Anyways, yeah. I was very heated by that. I yeah. think that's it just, what it taught me is I'm more than fitness. Yeah. yeah. I'm more than But you health. knew that anyway. Right. But I, I think that I've been trying to protect that because I had this insecurity, and maybe I got so mad at them because they shared, they, they were kind of putting a mirror to my face. Like, sure. oh, I've cared so much not to piss you people off, but that even you sharing your opinion just pissed me off. So I was like, Oh, okay. I don't really care. So fuck you. Unfollow. I don't. Yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. And that's okay. And I realize too when I post something that is slightly political, when it's sometimes even about me and my boyfriend, people that follow me don't like it, and I lose a lot of followers. Huh. And at first, I'm like, damn. I know I'm gonna post this. I'm gonna lose about a thousand followers. <laughs> right. I know it. Wow. Um. And that kind of used to. Uh, oh, do I really want to post it? Is it worth it? But now I really don't care. Huh. I really don't. I like it's, it. Yeah, and I think I think for a lot of influencers that are all about trying to build their following, build their following, um, it's a big. It, it sounds kind of stupid, I know, but it's kind of a big deal, you know. But now I realize, oh, I only want you to follow me if you want to follow me, and I'm gonna share my truth. I really base my whole business on that. Um, and if what I share doesn't appease you, bye, bitch. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm totally okay with that. So it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. But that whole situation just recently um, has taught me that lesson. Like, I really don't care about my followers. Meaning, like, I don't care how many. I care about the people that want to follow me. Yeah. And I hope I made that really clear. I care about (laughs) y'all. But if you don't care to follow me because I want to talk about how how disgusted I was about a sexual predator, um, then that's fine. 
yeah please don't follow i don't care sure. to hear your yeah. opinion yeah and I, I get it too like they followed you for fitness and but but more for like who you are i assume and if every post at the, for the next three weeks is about r kelly sure like maybe i'm that. unfollowing you yeah but, no i know, you know that i get it but it's like yeah at one post dude yeah. like yeah back to regular programming yeah well that, i mean that's back to like uh that one uh journalists with even LeBron was like, just shut up and dribble because we don't care what you actually think about. We just, we're a basketball player. It's just stupid. And and not only is it like ridiculous to say that, but way more people care about what LeBron James says than what she says. Good good or bad. I don't don't know where, who she was or what. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. But but good or bad. You can't argue that you're more influential on what than, than LeBron James is in any world. Mm. like capacity yeah. like i don't which is so ridiculous and i love that they just ran with that oh yeah <laughs> i would love to check building dms after that oh I'm yeah sure uh, I just delete apart. your account honey. yeah delete yeah, it. yeah for sure. well, it's gonna be ugly you also know she said that for a reason she said that because she knew people would would react the way they reacted mm. maybe not as bad as yeah, she thought know. it was gonna be yeah, i hope she didn't you don't for a reason, you yeah. don't say that you, you say that and you know that especially this, you're a white girl a black man saying shut up and dribble like even just that alone then it's lebron james mm-hmm. you know you're gonna get backlash she knew she was gonna get backlash you think she knew for sure why, why would she say that i mean i don't, she, I don't she can't don't be know. stupid yeah you have I know, to i don't know i don't know again i don't or know nothing about her. Yeah. <laughs> i don't yeah i don't because like there is and you guys will chime in this yeah. is there is a real and i've actually i'm paying more attention even being around the kids and sporting events and stuff like that uh-huh. like you know white privilege sure and i've i've i guess been quite somewhat blind to it i really try not i just live my life you know I, yeah. I don't really but now i live in this this culture where i've it's kind of there um and so sometimes in that white privilege I, I, are they fully aware or are they just being who they are so i don't know well, if i could say she knew for sure that her intention was if i say this is going to get a little something or if like you are so in deep with it yeah. you don't even realize M- maybe but i th- i also think in a case like that whatever station it was it's probably written on a cue card as she's reading right. it a producer and, wrote this yeah. and yeah. yep and the yeah. 10 other people that are on set with her are all all know it's going to be this said. is going to be good this is going to be good wait wait till sure she right. says it yeah and i'm That's sure true. they clipped it had it ready to put on their social like lebron james shut up and dribble yeah yeah, you know, yeah, that's so fair. That's good in point. that situation, I'm sure that's a, a a move to like you know poke at a poke at Bron, like hey, mm. hey, yeah. we got you, like, for and, sure. Yeah. And I'm sure they didn't expect it to be as big of a deal as it was somehow, but they know what they're doing. Yeah, LeBron James, like, and LeBron's different too. Yeah, LeBron's I mean, different than when you're a LeBron most James, NBA you are guys. literally an icon of pop culture anyway. Yep, so like sure. whatever you want to say, people are gonna listen. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So you know. The he idea dies. Of these, he doesn't hesitate. He'll die. I know, and I love yeah. that. Yeah, I love that he's fully aware. He's of like his one platform. of the first major guys like that who have done it too. I know. I, well, I respect him. Modern times. Yeah. I mean, there's like Muhammad Ali's. Oh, and there's yeah, people yeah, who've yeah. done right. this yeah, stuff yeah, in yeah. the past. Yeah. But, yeah. But now, especially a guy who's who's making money and has businesses that could be affected by everything he says, and his sponsors of deals and so yeah, he doesn't Absolutely, you're yeah. right. Yeah. But he's LeBron. I mean, he can he can do that now. But it's also different for a lot of other people now who. You know they want to say stuff or talk more, and didn't maybe five years ago. But now that LeBron can say it, well, why yeah. can't exactly. Dwayne Wade or Chris Paul? Like now they have, you know, yes. the ability, or more people have the ability to come out and say whatever they want to say. Yeah, and not worry about the backlash as much. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron, there's a good uh, ESPN thirty for thirty. I don't know if it was just on a podcast. That's all I listened to it. But it was about the, um, oh God, what's the, um, Trayvon Martin. 
uh-huh. the whole Trayvon Martin and how they came together as a team and like how it all came together. Like they put the hoods up. I don't right. know if you guys remember that. Yep. Yep. They did mm-hmm. the hoods up picture yes. as a team. The, yeah. the, well, and they, and it caught fire, right? In the NBA. Yeah. All the yeah. teams oh, yeah. Oh, were yeah. doing it. Yeah. They, all tribute. the teams were doing it. And then I think they had shirts or something. Like uh, I can't breathe shirts or whatever. Yeah. That yes. was, they yeah. Out, yeah. They, they, but that, collectively as a team yeah yeah like but that. that was stuff that like was lebron yeah. down yeah. i think it, yeah. it might have been a wade wade lebron thing but like hey we're gonna do this mm. as a team we're all gonna do this together and we're gonna send our message together but that's changed how the yeah. nba and pop culture is yeah absolutely and the nba is a, like you can do that in the nba you can't do that di- in other sports whole different animal yeah yeah now you can do it yeah it's also a lot easier when there's 15 and there's not 45 right. or whatever it is in the NFL when you have to be like seven foot tall to play in the NBA like there's a smaller amount of people who actually can play in the NBA so there's slimmer pickings right and like but, even, the, even the example of the Clippers where they hated whatever their their uh, owner, the owner a handful <laughs> years ago they turned their jer- took, took their uh, practice jerseys off they wouldn't oh, wear anything Clippers I wasn't aware of that. you don't remember that oh he what he, year was that like three four, years ago three four years ago he, he he was saying some racist stuff. The, the owner, the, the owner who I, don't I, I believe the girl was mixed too, like half yeah, black, half was. white. I think and, she was Asian actually. Okay. Yeah. Oh right, and, and the don't. mistress. Yeah. Got yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And, and then she was notoriously known for that visor. Yeah. That blocked her face or something. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That's right. But anyway, he said don't don't put that don't put them on Instagram like black people yeah. don't, don't and be don't, on there with yeah, and, and like don't invite them to like his private events and stuff, that type of thing. Yeah. So the team basically rebelled and then the guy lost his ownership rights yeah. Dude, I, but it happened like that i can respect the nba that yeah. you know something happens and then something done about it yeah know? um it's it's a funny world that we live in uh yeah, it is but i but i do i do think it's important that people be held accountable for the things they say and what it means especially in today's culture um and i love love that there's athletes that understand and recognize their power and utilize that it just sucks that those like Kaepernick that in the NFL um are paying the ultimate price yeah. you know yeah see but I, away. here's what I think about that too I think he was a guy who and not that he did this for any specific reason except for what he believed in mm-hmm. I believe that but I also think his position where he was is now so different because of that that he whatever he would have done on the football field he'd never compared to where he is now as far as culturally oh yeah and probably money too because he made, he was a guy who's now a backup quarterback, and he could have maybe guy gets hurt and he moves in, he's back a starter. He, but he was a guy who was in a position where he might not have been back to the Super Bowl ever again, kind of deal. And he, oh. and and now he stands up for what he believes in, or takes a knee for what he believes in, and now he has the Nike, and now he has a whole business um, educating people. Yeah. And yeah. I think just from a strictly business, and again, I don't think that's why he did it, but from right. a strictly business perspective, I think it's even been a good move for him yeah i yeah i think that it's probably a great move for him because yeah. i think uh what he's doing and we we all assume that he's doing it from a very genuine place right, right. Not, not, it's not as someone told him like you have this position you should you should be the leader of this Go yeah ahead. yeah um that um that what he what he gets from being in the position that he is now um must be it has to be the most fulfilling um well more fulfilling than saying playing in the NFL for, for what is what, like a three-year yeah. average career or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatnot. Um, I would like to think that he's proud of his movement and proud of himself and yeah. proud of all of those that have recognized him, paid attention, um, and that ha- have adopted certain practices in, in their business or in their in their um, their field. Yeah. That um, 
that is a stand, a political stand sure. against uh, the basis of, of what he's what he's doing. Yeah, and even if you didn't like what he did, which a lot of people didn't, yeah, and of course they lost NFL lost partnerships and different things mm-hmm. in there, but. Um, oh God, Jesus Christ! What's going on? Yeah, no coffee yeah. today. It, it is the rain. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, <laughs> let, me, let, me let me take it from here. <laughs> um, that's what I was going to know. But um, even if you didn't like all that, he got people talking and things changed. Exactly. Not, not to the point where they should change, and there's still a lot to go. But you see people in cities, and especially NFL cities, where mm-hmm. cops are going to inner city schools and they're having these events, and mm-hmm. and people are talking about it. We're talking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this. Yeah. This is the work. Like he's done, yeah. I'm sure it's ongoing, but he's done, he's planted seeds. For sure. And for anybody um, starting a new revolution or just starting a new dialogue, that's got to be the success, right? That we're yeah. talking about yeah. it. Um, so I, I think I think that he's he's got to be successful, right? Mm-hmm. Even from his political stance and business. Um, because we all know that NFL doesn't last forever anyway. For sure. But so, but his mess, his key messaging needs to stick around forever. You yeah. Know? So I yeah. wish I wish him and his his whole movement the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course he wants to be playing, but you know I think and that's that's what I'm saying. I've known professional athletes. I know even guys played. Oh, did he? Yeah. He well, well, no. So in college and just Marina Bowl, but like his love for mm. the game, like they would do it for nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm even just trying to understand, um, you know, we you know athletes have been professional yeah. and that then their career um, finishes and then they've, they're in between in this uh-huh. very awkward situation. I know a few of them. Um, and so now because I'm, I with somebody that has this, this void for competitiveness, mm-hmm. um, I, I get now how difficult that really must be for him to have an, a, an immense and, and crazy talent where he can perform and execute on the highest level um, in the world and not be able to do that. But in replacement, get to then you know push a message that is yeah. for more than himself. I, I wonder if it's like, oh, for sure I'd be doing what I'm doing now. Or it's like, it's been really, really tough. And I yeah. have to remind myself, this is, you know, for the people. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know him to ask that, but yeah. I'm curious, yeah. you know, yeah, that'd, because that'd I know athletes would be like, I would do anything to play again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I'm his agent what? though, like I'm not even pushing to playing, like just right. push him towards where he's already going yeah. and has that voice. Yeah. Everyone is backing him and just like go Absolutely. like you're our leader basically as a b- proud black woman yeah. i'd be like keep doing what you're doing yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah for sure yeah yeah for sure Timmy, anything else no, that was fun lita we went to a Absolutely. couple different places i didn't know we were gonna go although i brought it up yeah, yeah. yeah. but that was fun I, this is awesome yeah we appreciate it lita of course thank you for having me of guys thank you goodbye Thank you for listening. Again, if you like good coffee, you support the kids of Los Angeles, go to ourcitycoffee.com. Use the code BS for 15% off the best damn coffee you've had. We thank you for listening. Goodbye.